Welcome back to another episode of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh, and I'm here with Kim Baker. And if we sound a little frustrated, it's because we literally just spent about 45 minutes trying to get this virtual recording figured out. This is why we record in person, but you know... um, this is the most typical bullshit because every time we record, we have technical difficulties, and when we record remotely, it's like... 10 times more amplified like yeah I can't I feel like I'm one of those baby boomers who can't figure out technology like I was just staring at Madison we were like talking to each other but couldn't hear each other and I was like hello like chatting her like why don't you test your microphone your speaker like it's not working and I was like oh this is so frustrating like I'm gonna go write this email until she figures it out and I come back and like still hasn't figured it out. And I was like, all right, let me check on mine. I was like, oh wait, it was mine that wasn't working. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm like waving at the computer and I see (laughs) Kim is typing something and I'm like, okay, she clearly can't hear me, but I'm like waving my arms at the computer. Why is she not paying attention to me? Okay. There's a chat feature for a reason. You could just chat at me. Come on. Yeah. And then I texted her. It was a whole thing, but here we are ready to record on this beautiful Wednesday evening. Yeah, we're going to change the mood here. Let me just say, this is going to be our last remote recording unless I contract coronavirus as well. Well, I guess not. You could still hang out with me, right? I I guess so. For the next three months, apparently you only have the antibodies for three months and then um, I'm susceptible to getting it again. So basically my worst fucking nightmare. But I was under strict instructions to not talk about coronavirus. So that's that's all we're going to say. But I have... (laughs) I have been cured or not cured, I guess, because there's no cure, as we all know, but I am healthy again. So that's good. And like Madison said, we're going to be back and in person on the White Comforter next week. So we look forward to it. And it's going to be a very special episode. I won't be trapped in uh, my recording studio, aka the guest bedroom in my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) And you won't be wearing that telemarketer headset. Yeah. (laughs) If anyone's been wondering why my audio sounds weird, I like listened back to one of the episodes and I was like, I feel like my voice sounds completely different in this headset than it does in the normal microphone we use. Um, Well, one, I don't know where my microphone is. I lost it in the move. It's somewhere. And two, I've been using this beautiful headset. It like looks like a gamer headset or a telemarketer headset. (laughs) It's not cute though. Well, I just took a screenshot so I can share it with the Millies. Oh, please do not <laughs> post this on social media. God, I hate you. You just look so good. Yeah, it's it's You just share this humor with everyone else. <laughs> We're struggling to just get humor to get by these days, so. This is true. I'm, it counts. I'm sure the Millies will enjoy it. Honestly, we, we reached out again like we always do, um, well, sometimes, to get some topic suggestions on our Instagram story. Thanks to everyone who participated as always. Um, but it was very clear that people are just kind of sick of Corona shit and they want to talk about other stuff, except for one, we did get one answer that uh, they want us to talk about how to survive, survive COVID, which no, we don't like, have the answers to. <laughs> first of all, yes. Did Kim survive? Yes. We are very happy to hear that, but like <laughs> she didn't do anything to survive. She just 
slept and hung out in her apartment. So Lots of Gatorade and Tylenol, but (laughs) aside from that, I just had to suffer. But honestly, I'm so over. This is an anti-COVID podcast. We are not talking about COVID today. (laughs) Yeah, because somebody actually did submit their answer and they said literally anything but COVID. I'm like so sick of this shit. Yeah, so I'm with that person. (laughs) So shout out to them. Um, let's see, what else do we have on here? Have you watched season two of Dating Around on Netflix? Uh, no, have you? No. All right, next topic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't even even know which one that is. I mean, I haven't watched season one, obviously. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think I've even watched season one. We were just talking about all these dating shows that were on Netflix and like Love is Blind, huge fan, Too Hot to Handle, huge fan. I didn't watch The Circle, but I know everyone was big in on that. You would love that. You really need to. Yeah, but I feel like it's like I missed the boat, and now there's just no point going back. Cause no, I can't... that's not true. I want to rewatch it, honestly. It was that good. See, I'm all for just being in on the topics when they're hot on Twitter. After that, I really could care less. So. Well, you can watch it, and you can still talk to me about it. I'd be happy to discuss it with you. I just want season two of Love is Blind, because apparently that's coming out at some point. Oh, is it? Yeah. So we shall see. Um, all right. Well, thanks for the wreck, Brandon. And okay. maybe we'll watch it. <laughs> Let's continue on with our rapid fire of listener questions or suggestions, whatever they are. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what they are. All right. Perfect man, but he doesn't put the cart back. I love this. Oh, my gosh. I was dying last I guess maybe it was last week or two weeks ago when we did the whole, are you a good member of society questions? Yeah. There was a lot of like really good answers on those. I know. I wish we still had them all, but there were some really good ones that people had suggested to judge people by. And I am all in on those, but honestly, if he doesn't put the cart back, then he isn't perfect, honey. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, seriously. Wait, can we not see the, the answers to the questions that that people submitted forever ago probably somewhere in the archive but like we said earlier this is some boomer shit we're not technologically savvy enough to find that yeah what the hell um well somebody said a lot of people said do you tip at restaurants which is just i don't even think that's like a good member of society i mean it is but it's also just like common manners i think yeah if you don't tip get the fuck out of here yeah um i always over tip how much do you normally tip 20 percent yeah i always go 20 even if the service is shitty yeah it's it's honestly just one easier to calculate and two like i know how much it would suck to work in the service industry so how do you calculate your tips i just take the number and multiply it by two and move the decimal over? Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah, if I it's do that $30, too. if it's $30, then I tip six bucks. See if you can move your microphone, like, a little bit further away from your mouth. Okay, try talking now. Hello. Okay, that might work better. You know when you're, like, holding a microphone too close to your mouth and you can, like, hear you breathing? <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This headset okay. thing is, this is the last week we'll have to deal with the headset, I promise. 
I think, and it sounds better now. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm sorry for everyone who was listening in their AirPods and like, God, it sounds like Madison is like breathing in my Just ear. Just like puffing oh. in the microphone, you know? Speaking of, I think I decided I want to get a handheld microphone. Yeah, same. All the like famous podcasters have one and I feel like that's the move. I mean, also we have like a desktop microphone. It doesn't really balance well on a bed. So I feel <laughs> like... Have we ever even recorded at a table? Like, I'm pretty sure 99% of the episodes have been recorded from The only time we ever recorded on a table was when we recorded back in your old apartment, like, the very first time. (laughs) And I remember, like, we didn't want our mics to pick up the other person talking. So, like, you sat at the table and I sat on the couch. We were, like, 10 feet apart from each other, but we were in your, like, metal box of an apartment. It was, like, a cement box. And so the echo was, like, terrible and... The the episode quality was just like so embarrassing. If you're new here, yeah. If you're new here, please don't go listen to episode one. It's trash. Honestly, or two or three. Like I don't think we got it down until like episode four or five when we were like, wait, why don't we just use one microphone? And how did it take us so long to figure that out? We're so stupid. Yeah, I don't. We were literally building like pillow forts and shit to the sound. And it still didn't work. No, it didn't. We were trying to be, like, sound engineers up in here. Like, okay, maybe if we build this, like, wall of pillows, it'll block the sound. It'll echo off. Like, that's straight amateurs for you. That was, like, two years ago. Two and a half, three years ago. Almost three. Wait. Two years ago. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, we've come so far. Yeah, if anyone saw on our Instagram today, well, by the time you guys hear this, it will have been yesterday, but... We posted our old um, little highlight video from our trip to Nashville, and it was really putting me in my feels. Honestly, I cried watching it. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> I mean, not actual tears, but definitely teared up a bit. It <laughs> made me want tears. <laughs> it made me want to travel so bad, and like I don't Same. even want to get into that. But there was like the clip of us dancing like at that super crowded bar, and I was like, oh my god! One, this gives me anxiety just watching it, and two, like. I just, I want to cry because things will never be the same. No, it gave me that itch to just, like, drink a whole bottle of wine and just, like, hit the club and just drop it low. (laughs) I hate that string of words that you just said. (laughs) I want to drink a whole bottle of wine, hit the club, and drop it low. (laughs) If that's not what you're doing on your Friday nights, like, you got to reevaluate. That's what if I'm you're doing. not hitting the club and dropping it low, like, come on. Post-COVID, you'll catch me at the club. <laughs> a bottle of wine deep, dropping it low. Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> That's a big mood. Okay, back to our rapid fire questions. This isn't um, so rapid fire. It's a little slow, but yeah, we'll get very, through them. Very slow fire, but you know, it's Wednesday, so give us a break. Slow burn. Um, Perfect man, but he sleeps with his socks on. I have always said, sleeping with your socks on, zero killer. Zero killer, yeah. The only time I've ever slept with my socks on was, I was just talking about this too, um, because Ross has a really bad sunburn right now, but (laughs) senior year of college spring break, I got like the worst sunburn on my feet. They were like literally like bubbling, like it was disgusting. Like like, they were, yeah. yeah, like bright red. 
and I could barely walk, honestly. <laughs> That's how bad. And <laughs> I was trying to get it to heal really fast because this was, of course, like day one of spring break. So I literally put like aloe and lotion on my feet and like slept with socks on. <laughs> and it was so oh, gross. Yeah. But it that's had to like, like soak in the moisture. It, yeah. But honestly, the, that's the only <laughs> only acceptable time to sleep with socks on. This is going to sound really weird and everyone's probably going to make fun of me, but I have these gloves that... Oh, I know exactly. <laughs> I used to have those because I had really dry on. hands. Yeah. yeah, I have like really dry like grandma hands. Like for those of you who don't know me, I'm actually really insecure about them. So please like don't call me out or make fun of me if you ever see me or if you ever see <laughs> photos of them. Um, but they're like super dry for some reason. So I've tried everything. Like I put lotion on all the time. I think it's because I'm a germaphobe and I wash my hands like all the time, but I have these like creepy white, like Michael Jackson gloves. (laughs) And sometimes I'll like load on the lotion and put on these like Mickey Mouse type gloves and go to sleep with them. (laughs) If you ever did that when I was hanging out with you. (laughs) I've only done it a couple times because, again, I can't sleep with socks on. Like, it just bothers me. So I can't sleep with um, gloves on either. (laughs) No, I had a dry hand thing, too, back in high school. I think it must have been from the same thing, from, like, washing my hands too much or something. But I remember, like, I slept with the gloves on once. (laughs) And (laughs) I literally woke up in the middle of the night, like, sweating because my hand. You know what I mean? Like, it makes your whole body temperature off. It's yeah, not right. same with socks. Like, I will say again, not to talk about coronavirus, but I slept with socks because I was like having like I was feverish, mm-hmm. and it was so cold. So I slept with socks on, but then I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like sweating again because I had a fever. But like, I feel like that always happens. Like, you always think it's a good idea. Same with like sleeping with like long sleeve pants or pajamas. Like, I have oh, to sleep in like a short sleeve shirt and no pants because like I get so overheated. Yeah. But you might be like cold and you're like, oh, this is a good idea. But I always wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like sweating. Same. I always think like a sweatshirt is a good idea. And then especially when I get like a new long sleeve shirt or a new sweatshirt and I like really want to wear. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're so stupid. (laughs) Just don't do it. Well, again, he's not the perfect man if he sleeps in socks. So yeah, again, not the perfect man. (laughs) Um cat versus dog debate is that a debate dogs duh (laughs) oh honestly i'm team both i'm definitely more a team dog now since lucy was brought into my life but i think cats have a lot of good qualities that people definitely um overlook cats are big trash cats get a bad rap i think honestly i don't actually have a problem with cats except for there's no point in them what that's not true cats keep you company they're self-sufficient they like they to don't cuddle. keep me company i don't like them because they, they can smell fear okay i'm not afraid i just mm-hmm. don't like them trigger right. doesn't like cats either because today we were walking this morning and he barked which he never barks but he barked at someone's cat so if trigger doesn't like cats neither do i <laughs> your team trigger yeah i don't know what lucy would do if she saw a cat she's like the same size as a cat so <laughs> honestly i think she's smaller because our friend has a cat and i went and checked on him yesterday for her and he 
was like way bigger than Lucy is. I was like, did Fred get fatter? And she's like, no, he's the same size. I was like, maybe I'm just so used to looking at Lucy. Yeah, Lucy's still a little baby. Yeah, she's eight pounds. She went to the vet today. Oh my God, she's gained some weight. Yeah, she was five pounds last time she went to the vet. Wow, that's big. I know, she's a little fat girl now. God, we sound like parents right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, trust me, the amount of conversations I've had about Lucy's poop with Nick is like beyond okay. Yeah, it's not acceptable. I feel like parents talking about baby poop. Yeah, I'm not ready for um, that. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, uh, um, okay, a lot of people want us to talk about The Bachelor. Okay, so do you know what's happening? Yes, yeah, I you... know what's happening, okay? Okay. I know, I'm, I know I'm out on entertainment news, but I know what's happening. I know that Claire is no longer The Bachelorette. No, and... she's still The Bachelorette. She goes on the show, and she meets the love of her life. Oh, I thought she, like, met him after she met him on The Final Rose. No. So the season starts. They already started filming Claire's season, like, maybe a few weeks ago. And... Keep going. What? (laughs) Never mind. Okay. They started filming the show. She gives, apparently... I'm sorry. If you don't want spoilers, click that 30-second forward. (laughs) Even though we already spoiled some shit. Whatever. Apparently she... Oh, no spoilers. Huh? Never mind. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> so she meets all the guys, whatever. One of the guys she gives the first impression rose to, which we already know, like 90% of bachelors and bachelorettes, whoever they give the first impression rose to is who wins. Like, honestly, it's like 90% of the time or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. So she gives this guy her first impression rose. And then like, after like, two more weeks of dating the guy she's like fuck that i'm in love with first impression rose guy and i'm done doing the show i'm not doing this bullshit anymore i found the one i'm done with this shit so apparently they're going to show that portion of the show on the bachelorette season that's coming out and then they pull in my girl Tasha fuck yeah, I wanted her to be the Bachelorette before this bullshit, because she's yeah. the shit, and she's just going to take over, I guess? I don't really know. With the same group of guys? No, I think they're going to cycle some out and then call in a, a new group of guys, but also keep some of the guys. <laughs> That's hilarious. Honestly, if I were Tasha, I wouldn't be able to come in and, like, date Claire's guys, because you know how, like, they always say, like, oh my god, like, I'm only here because it's Claire, like, once yeah. I found it was Claire, I was so obsessed with her, and, like, whether that's bullshit or not, who knows, but, it's like, total bullshit. if I were Tasha, I would come in and be, like, so, like, do you even still want to do it now that I'm on it and not Claire, yeah. like, what's going on, but, I mean, Tasha's hot, so I don't know why they wouldn't, but. This is true. All I can say is, this is what the Bachelorette season needed, because, honestly, no one was excited for Claire's season. Everyone thought it was going to be boring as fuck. Now it's going to be way more interesting. ABC is eating this drama up right now. Yeah, I was going to say, like, ABC honestly kind of, like, keeps shitting the bed when they, like, bring on these old Bachelor, Bachelorette cough, contestants. Cough, Ari. Cough, cough. Yeah. Everyone was like, who is that? Like, just give the people what they want. Also, yeah. side note... Not sure if this is true, but, like, somebody was saying that MTV now owns the Bachelor franchise. No. Okay. That is – it was a joke. It was, it was a, a rumor? Oh, okay. Yeah. Dylan from the Bachelor franchise tweeted that it was 100% a joke. I think he was saying it 
as in it's such a shit show it's turning into like jersey shore oh got it you know what i mean that went over my head but i'm i got it now (laughs) (laughs) well honestly i am here for this someone made a comment to me about it and they were like oh my god like is claire gonna get in trouble for breaking her contract no chris harrison is literally the happiest man on the planet right now if you do not think that chris harrison is like so hype one that claire found the love of her life and two that they're gonna have two bachelorettes in one season like and this is three what this that man- he can continue to say the most dramatic season in history because this shit just keeps getting better and better <laughs> literally it's amazing like and he, he can lives- say once again this is something that's never happened in bachelor history <laughs> honestly i don't know how they keep topping themselves but they do so that's to them Honestly, though, it's amazing. It's incredible. And honestly, good for Claire, because, like, honestly, I would do the same thing. If I found a guy that I loved, like, I I don't know how you fall in love that fast, but whatever, I would be like, fuck this. I'm not wasting my time. Like, isn't she already a little bit older? Like, not to be mean, but. Yeah, I think she's, like, 37 or 38, but on top of this. At that time, you know what you want. Like, I would be like, I'm not wasting my time with these shitheads for, like, another four or five weeks. I don't even know how long it goes on. Yeah, and on top of this, for her season, they weren't allowed to travel anywhere because of COVID. So it's like... I was going to ask that. How have they been recording? They've just one location. I don't know if it's the Bachelor... I think it's a different mansion. I don't know if it's the Bachelor Mansion. Maybe it's the Bachelor Mansion, or maybe it's the mansion they used in um, whatever the fuck that show is called, Listen to Your Heart. But I know that it was... What? I didn't watch that. Yeah, but it was, like, it's definitely all on one location, so it's, like, well, it's not, like, that Claire was... That is, like, Jersey Shore. Yeah, and it's not, like, Claire was going to be able to get to, like, go to all these dope travel spots, so it's, like, well, what's the point of even, like, continuing on if she already, one, found her man, and two, can't travel anywhere? So it's, like... Yeah. Honestly, that makes me wonder, like, how many contestants in the past have known, like, from week two I mean again like we said they give the first impression rose but like honestly like they kind of play it out like oh I'm not sure I'm so torn like literally up until the night before I don't know what I'm gonna choose like I think that's bullshit but like oh I I wonder I wonder how fast they decide and then how what percentage of it is just like for the show um because like you gotta know at that point like I know what goes on like Yeah, I mean, I think there are instances where there are, like, when you get to the final two, almost, because, like, I feel like two people to, like, balance would be a lot easier. Like, say you have, like, a top two going into, like, week three, and you're like, damn, I really like these two guys, but I just, like, can't decide, and then you continue to have good dates with both of them. But if it's just, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know how in some season there's, like, always a clear, like, top two pretty early on? Yeah. But... If there's not, like, that clear of a top two, then it's kind of like, well, you already know who they're going to choose. Like, when um, JoJo chose Jordan Rogers or whatever, it was, like, him and Robbie. Like, Robbie had no fucking chance. <laughs> like, who even is Robbie? Yeah. But then there's instances where, like, the guys will choose the girl and then change their mind. So maybe well, they then there's don't fucking know. Yeah, then there's fucking but Guys Peter. are honestly, like, not to be the sexist girl, but guys are honestly stupid when it comes to, like, making decisions like that. But I feel like girls are better with, when it comes to the whole, like, gut feeling and, like, reading people and their personalities. Like, girls can easily look at a guy and be like, yeah, no. Like, 
the guys are just like, oh my god, they're both hot and they're both really nice to me and like I don't know what I want to choose. I mean, literally look at Peter. He sent Kelly home when he had like what six girls left, and now he's like about to get married to Kelly. Yeah, see, he's stupid. I mean, Peter's probably the worst bachelor of all time. <laughs> and his I was TikToks so over him. Have you seen his TikToks? Okay, I saw one of them, like, the Love Story remix one. Yeah. (laughs) Can I just say, like, I've been, again, not a TikTok girl, but I've been, like, obsessed with that TikTok. Like, every time they come up on my Instagram or Twitter, I, like, watch them on a loop for, like, six times. They are one of the best TikTok trends right now. And I don't know why. They're just, I think I love the song and, like, (laughs) I just love the whole, it's not even, like, a dance or anything. It just, I don't know, makes me happy. His was the most cringeworthy thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And like, is that a ring? Like, what is that? And his hip thrusts, like, bro, chill out. It was, it was so intense. I was like, oh my God, I was not expecting that. It's like, Peter, we get it. You fuck. (laughs) Does he know? He fucked in a windmill. Don't forget it. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, I forgot that was him. God, I feel like his season was so long ago. Well, that was Hannah, Hannah Brown's season. Okay. Yeah. So that oh, was Yeah, well I didn't really like that season, so <laughs> Oh god. The Bachelor drama is I am here for it. I'm so ready for the season to start. I need my Bachelor nights. I need my charcuterie nights with the girls. Yeah, honestly, I'm gonna attend every single one because even if I end up not liking the show for whatever reason, which I don't think I will because I like Tasha, I'm still gonna go to every watch party. Yeah. For just for the socialization purpose. <laughs> All right, sticking with a relationship podcast here. How to get over someone fast. Oh, how to get over someone. How fast is too fast to move on and the talking stage. Jeez, this is fucking a lot. (laughs) Let's break it down here. So how to get over someone. Start dating other people. I was just going to say, yeah, I think that's like the universal piece of advice how to get over someone i mean they say is to get under somebody else but no for lack of a better term (laughs) it's definitely to distract yourself and i think the best way to do that is to meet somebody else yeah like you need to get attention from someone i mean let's let's be real here we all crave attention at our core so (laughs) if you're just like (laughs) sulking in your bedroom by yourself like that's just, it's not going to help the yeah. situation. Because honestly, guarantee that they're out doing the same thing. So not yeah. the same thing sulking, but like moving on. Yeah. So I, I mean, say I that's have seen it backfire though. But again, I think that you just have to get over that hump or like those couple humps, depending on your situation <laughs> in order to actually have the moving on part work you know what I'm saying like sometimes you meet a guy like immediately after you break up with somebody and they're like terrible and it makes you miss your ex-boyfriend like even more you're like oh my god like I'm never gonna find somebody like all the guys out here suck like you know what I'm saying but yeah no I can specifically remember a time that I like met someone right away and I was like oh this is gonna be like void filler and Uh then hold on what's going on (laughs) technical difficulties I mean, not technical difficulties, but we have a. Oh no, an S- Kim's an SOS. <laughs> Kim spilled red wine on the white comforter. Everyone, wait, has this has this ever happened? No, it never happens. Wow. 
This is a bad omen. Yeah, this is why we can't record from fucking virtual. I'm not there to hold you in accountable for your actions. Please. I feel like you're the one who is almost always spilling the whole time. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, well, are you going to clean up this wine stain or do you want me to continue talking about how to get over You can something? continue talking and I'll try to, I'll try to talk. Okay. I just need to like avert the situation and then I'll clean it up later. Okay. Can you mute your microphone for a second then? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Here's your chance to prove yourself as a, a solo podcast host. Guys, I am meant to solo podcast. Just like, just prepare yourselves. Okay. So back to my little story. I like tried to date someone after breaking up with someone else and immediately realized or quickly thereafter realized that they were a very shitty person and when (laughs) when you try to rush into something too fast sometimes you realize that and sometimes you miss your ex in those moments but I think the key is to just kind of continue to focus on yourself and your self-growth and why you even chose that person to move on with to begin with I don't know I feel like it's a a huge learning curve for people and you can learn a lot about yourself by seeing the types of people that you are attracted to right after you um, leave a relationship so I think the key to moving on is really just to put yourself out there and try to enjoy time with your friends as much as possible like obviously right now with everything going on you can't go out and like drink and, you know, go to clubs, drop it low (laughs) as much as you used to, but there's alternative ways to have fun with groups of people and meet new people. And I think that's honestly what you have to do right now. Break down the the second and third part of it. Okay. I'm listening. That was, that was great. Was it good? No. How's your wine coming? It's good. Um, so I have this this wine stomper that I got as like a secret <laughs> Santa gift like years ago because I mean, whoever they are, apparently they just know me really well. But it actually works. Like it like instantly removes the red wine. But I well, mean, I think it might, be, it might be uh, the end of the road for the comforter. So. Oh no, we might have yeah. to purchase a new white comforter. Yeah. So I'll keep y'all updated. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so how fast is too fast to move on? Well, we kind of just touched upon that, but I think, you know, obviously if you broke up with someone last night or they broke up with you last night, like don't download a dating app today. Like give yourself, you know, a little bit of time to decompress, like cry your feelings out, have some conversations with your mom, have some conversations with your best friends, have, you know, your ice cream and wine night where you just like watch chick flicks with the girls and like talk about like how sad you are or like how mixed emotions you have like that's kind of your opportunity to to decompress a little bit but I think within a few weeks if you're feeling you know ready to go out ready to tackle the world feeling confident you know download a dating app maybe get some of your girlfriends to take a new hot pic of you to post up there. Um, whether it's a dating app or your Instagram, just to like make yourself like have the little confidence boost, feel better about yourself. I feel like once you're kind of in the right headspace, 
to feel good about where you are, that's when you're ready to move on. But I don't think that there's really a good time frame that you can say. I just, I would say, don't be so quick to jump into something too quickly. And then going off of that, the talking stage is the last part of the question that she kind of referred to. The talking stage, um, especially if you're like coming off of a, another relationship and like starting to talk to someone else can be a really confusing time early on in a relationship. Like, are you texting every single day? Are you texting every other day? How often are you actually seeing each other in person? It's kind of an awkward thing to say, like when you're right on the verge of being in a relationship with someone, but you guys haven't actually like defined the relationship. So, and it's like, you tell your friends, you're like, yeah, so I'm like talking to Johnny and they're like, okay, like how long have you been talking for? And then you're like, oh, well, it's been like three weeks or you'll be like, well, it's been three months. Well, if it's been three months, like you're fucking dating him, you know? And you kind of have to get to the point where you're just like, either you have the conversation, you don't have the conversation and you just like let it go and like hope they're on the same page or, I mean, you end it. Those are really your only three options there. But the talking stage is like a really uncomfortable place to be in in any relationship because you really just don't know like is it exclusive and I'm not a big talker when it comes to that stage about actually like defining the relationship like I've noticed a lot in my past relationships I've never even had the conversation like hey will you be my girlfriend because like that's so uncomfortable like who actually wants to have that talk I feel like if you're in a good place then you kind of just assume that you're in that we kind of talked about this a few weeks ago but I have to jump in here what do you have to say (laughs) so I'm also one of those people who's like notorious for just like brushing shit out of the rug when it comes to defining the relationship but I like and he's probably gonna kill me for saying this but when Nick and I first started dating he straight up asked me if I wanted to go steady (laughs) Like, Is this 1960? Had, literally. So, like, we had been dating for about a month, and it was one night, like, after we got back from the bar or something, like, and he was like, do you want to go steady with me? Or something. He said, like, do you want to go steady? And I literally bust out laughing, and I was like, wait, what? And he was like, do you know what that means? I was like, yes, I know what that means. Like, but, like, I haven't heard that term literally ever in real life maybe only in the movies i was gonna say i think i've only ever heard that in like greece like that's the (laughs) one movie that i can think of like at the same time i was like okay it was sweet because i guess like he's the one guy i've ever dated who's actually asked me to be their girlfriend so i guess i have to respect that but well (laughs) i've had guys say like will you be my girlfriend and honestly whenever someone says that i vomit in my mouth because i think it's disgusting and i hate when people yeah. ask that like we, we talked about this what was it last podcast so we just said like a couple podcasts to, like, ago yeah whatever you have to Touch like make a vibe, joke about whatever. it yeah or make a joke yeah <laughs> yeah because like it just it's so awkward but but honestly, how do you about, feel about the talking phase like saying that you're talking to someone honestly I hate that too because I feel like 
like it's so messed up it's so college it's like a guy's excuse in college to like hook up with you and not actually date you right but like if you think about it you are dating unless like you are in college and you're not going on dates you're just like going home with each other after you meet up at a frat party like right so (laughs) that is that is technically talking but like out of college if you're talking to somebody you're dating them like and you can be dating multiple people if you're going on dates with multiple people like that's how it should work but in college I feel like it just gets all fucked up because nobody actually goes on dates right yeah the last time I feel like I said that I was talking to a guy was honestly in college like even when Ross and I were quote-unquote talking I think I would just say I think I just told people that we were like seeing each other Yeah. I mean, honestly, in most cases, it's just a better term for saying that you're hooking up. (laughs) Yeah. Because I've, like, talked to guys, like, outside of college where, like, we've been, I guess, going on dates, but not even really. It was basically just, like, grown-up college. Getting drunk (laughs) and hooking. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, by no means were we dating or were either of us under the impression that we were dating. Like, it wasn't going anywhere, but we were, like, still, like, talking like people knew that it was like a thing but also I hate the word thing like everyone's like oh are you guys a thing like no yeah (laughs) but also I will say it's funny my mom is um a woman's health nurse so she like used to go to all these seminars and stuff and I guess one time they talked about like the talking phase because I get this text from her I think I was like in college at the time too she literally texted me out of the blue and she was like, does talking mean having sex? And I was like, what? She was like, I'm at this like conference and they're talking about like the quote unquote talking phase. And basically they just told us that that's like code word for fucking. She didn't say that. I mean, but. to be honest, <laughs> it is though, right? Yeah. And I was like, um, if I'm not, gonna... if not like having sex, then like hooking up at least. Right. I was like, it basically means dating before you're official. And she was like, what I don't understand I was like uh. <laughs> but I I agree I'd say let's let's vouch for keeping the talking phase to college only relationships I am anti using the talking phase as an adult term I think once you graduate from college you're dating someone you're hooking up with someone or you're in a relationship with someone I think those should be the yeah three. Like be a little bit more detailed like what else are you doing besides talking? Are you talking? <laughs> are you going on dates? Are Is you those... strictly just each other's plus ones to weddings? <laughs> like, come on, be a little bit more descriptive. Are you literally just texting because you need the validation of another human? <laughs> <laughs> or are they just like your after midnight person that you contact? Not even necessarily see. You just talk to them because you need the attention. That's true. Like, there's so many different meanings. Like, you really just, you got to be detailed. Yeah, I I hate that. Okay, next question we have is best second date situation slash dates. Is, uh, I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can take this one. Like, is it talking about, like, how soon to have the second date? I mean, it really just depends on the first date, obviously. I think the question is kind of targeted at, like, what should you do, I guess, maybe other than going to a bar or restaurant? Because I feel like, obviously, for the first date, most people get drinks and or dinner. And the second date is so monotonous. And, like, when you continue to see someone in the same environment, you don't really 
get to see any other side of them other than the fact that they're fun to enjoy dinner with and like get a slight buzz on with you know yeah that's true so do you ever in some cases think that the second date is an appropriate time to meet somebody's friends i honestly do think it can be a fun environment to meet someone's friends like um i remember forever ago i was going on dates before i started dating ross and there was a guy who introduced me to his friends like very early on but i didn't take it to mean that the relationship was like serious or anything because it wasn't yeah i felt like it was more just like he wanted me to hang out with him and his friends because we could just like go out and like drink together and like go to a concert or like go to a bar or whatever like just a different environment around other people and honestly I had a blast like I thought it was so much fun but I didn't I think the problem with that is that some people can interpret meeting friends in different ways yeah I was gonna say like I feel like a lot of people think that girls take that the wrong way and maybe sometimes even guys if they're like oh my god I met her friends like right so serious but I feel like especially nowadays it's just an easier, more relaxed setting to meet somebody because I, again, I feel like everyone sucks at dating these days. So they like are almost like more interested in hanging out in a group setting. If it's like you with their friends rather than like a one-on-one, like sometimes it can even help break the ice. Like I definitely think first dates obviously should always be one-on-one, but second date, if it's like a group date, even if it's like, oh, you and your friends are out at a brewery, like, so are me and my friends, like, let's meet up. I feel like that's a really good, comfortable environment for you guys to get to know each other further. And then if you like each other, go on another third date, like, one-on-one, you know? Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's a good in-betweener, either in between the first and second or between the second and third date, where you're, like, like, formal date, I mean, like, in between that, where you can just have, like, a casual hangout, but, like, get to know them in another environment and be, like, oh, like, I actually, like, fuck with this person in like a social setting like they're fun to like go out with in a group of people because honestly I think that's such an important quality to find in a significant other like for me actually like I kind of got lucky in that the weekend I met Ross was like in that setting to begin with so I already kind of knew by the time we even went on our first formal quote-unquote date like I knew how he was in a fun friend group situation. I was like, that was part of the reason I was attracted to him to begin with. But I think that's an important quality in someone that you're dating. So if you meet someone on an app or something and you don't have that as like the first opportunity when you're hanging out with them, I feel like you can easily incorporate that in as like a second date situation and just make it not a date. It doesn't have to be qualified as a date it's just like yeah a just like seeing each other again hangout sitch right agree yeah. cool i got i um averted my crisis so the bed is is okay now yeah well it's it's tb tbd but <laughs> the the comforter um is drying i sprayed my stuff on it my wine stomper spray Guys, and... pray pray for the white comforter, okay? <laughs> yeah, T's and P's, please. <laughs> but the duvet cover is in the wash. And it honestly spilled mostly on my pillow that I was using to prop up the laptop. So this is good news because at least cases it... are replaceable. Yeah, at least it didn't spill on the laptop. <laughs> yeah, that's true because this is Nick's laptop, so he would have freaked out. 
because again, everyone knows I have serious laptop issues. So many technical difficulties every <laughs> fucking day. I have a Mac from like 2009, so <laughs> doesn't Fair. really work that well. Um, okay, I lost my phone in all this madness, so do you have the next question? <laughs> yeah, the next one is maintaining adult friendships. Oh, I have strong opinions on this one, actually, because this I... Is tough. Yeah, like, keeping friends in college is much easier. I mean, people will say it gets tough because they're like, oh, I'm so busy, I have classes, blah, 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 but basically, like, you live within, like, a two-mile radius of all of your friends. Like, even if you live off campus, chances are, like, you live within 10 minutes of each other. You're, like, on campus together all day. A lot of your friends are probably in your sorority, in your fraternity, on your sports team, in your classes. Like, you have no excuse not to see them, basically. So, like, and then you on top have to of go that, through effort to make time. Yeah, like, especially if you don't also work when you're in school or even if you have, like, a small part-time job. Like, your amount of free time, like, you enter the real world and you realize how fucking good you had it. Like, you stressed in college <laughs> about bullshit, but you literally had the world at your fingertips. So much free time to do whatever you wanted. So, right. Yeah. And I remember I used to like get so excited when I graduated college and started a real job because I was like, it's so much better than college because I'm only working like nine to five and then that's it. Like, it's not like you have a test, so you have to study all weekend and like the work never stops. Like it does stop. Like eventually at 5 PM, like little did I know it normally stops at like 7 PM, 730, like depending on the, on the day, sometimes on the weekends, but yeah. Or I you think, go like, in at 730 a. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But I think once you're getting older too, it's just like so tiring and nothing, you don't want to do anything like when you get off of work. So it's really hard to put in that effort to like spend time with your friends if you don't have the energy or like if you don't have an excuse to see them. I think our friend group is pretty good at it. Like we make a ton of social plans. Like I feel like I'm, it would be weird if I went a week without seeing any of our friends. Yeah, I'm like booked the fuck up 24 7, 365. But I feel like you just have to kind of, you have to put like solid things in the calendar that are regularly occurring. So like for us, um, a big one was having bachelor nights. Like we would all go to one friend's apartment for the bachelor and like eat charcuterie, drink wine, hang out, watch the bachelor. Like I knew I had that on my calendar almost every single week. Right. And like like that. something to look forward to. Exactly. Book club. And like book club. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you put hard dates for things like that on your calendar, then you're kind of like, not forced, but it like encourages you to hang out with your friends more. I will say like the hardest relationships for me to maintain um, post-college have been friends that do not live in my city Mm -hmm. and male friends. Um, Because guy friends, I don't have like the same excuse of like, why night like (laughs) (laughs) yeah and especially if you date a guy you didn't go to college with it's like well like yeah I have my guy friends from college that you don't really know and it's it totally makes things a lot harder so I will say to maintain my friendships with my friends that have moved outside of Charlotte I really try to call them like once a month yeah I was gonna say like calling people you definitely have to put in the effort like when you think about them, just pick up the phone and call them. Like, mm-hmm. cause I have a friend who lives in Raleigh and like, 
we're really bad about keeping in touch, but like I'm her maid of honor. Like we've been best friends, like longer than anyone else that I'm still friends with. And like, right. she's definitely going to be my friend forever, but right. we, we've like sucked at keeping in touch lately, but like it, we're not mad at each other. Like it doesn't really like affect our friendship, but it's like every time we talk on the phone, we're like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I've really sucked at like keeping in touch lately. And like, they're like, no, I'm sorry. But like, it is hard because you have yeah. so much other stuff going on that it's hard to remember to even like pick up the phone and call them. For sure. Like one of my best friends from college lives in California. So then it's like even harder because we're in different time zones. And like when I call her, she's still working and it can be very complicated. But I do think like, especially during this whole quarantine situation, it's kind of like forced people to like rekindle some friendships that they may have like lost touch with. And I feel like it kind of is a reminder that honestly, if you call your friends like once a month, like one 30 minute conversation is so much more meaningful than just like a random text exchange. Right. I like, I totally agree with that. And like what you were saying about quarantine too, like my family aren't like huge communicators. Like I have two half sisters that live in Brooklyn and like, we're not the family who has like a family group chat. Well, until now, like we have a family group chat, which is like almost kind of weird to me, but we've had like regularly scheduled zoom calls with like my sisters and my parents and my brother. And like, it's been so nice. And it really makes me appreciate like that there are some good things coming out of this quarantine because normally we wouldn't keep in touch. Cause we just took that for granted, you know, that we would like see each other on the holidays, but mm-hmm. now it's kind of like, we realized that we took that time for granted and we like, carve out time specifically just to like catch up and like For sure. see each other and talk so yeah. yeah but yeah so zoom your friends even your adult friends maybe do like a a zoom game night I did some of those like when quarantine first started and it was so fun yeah I got we had a high school one where we all just got like blackout drunk on zoom together <laughs> and I mean there were like 15 of us on the zoom call and like there were girls on there that I hadn't talked to since like very soon after high school graduation but it was so dope like for us to all reconnect and like talk about where we were at in our lives and just like I low-key finished a whole bottle of wine it was it was a blast (laughs) yeah like things like that are so fun yeah positives of quarantine exactly honestly one of one of the few good things all right on to our last of our rapid fire questions which are taking up our entire episode um (laughs) Or like how, one little segment that. How long after graduation is it acceptable to wear SRAT slash frat t-shirts? Honestly, forever. I, no, I was gonna say six months. What? Yeah, I feel like uncomfortable wearing my sorority t-shirts now. Do you not wear any anymore? Not like out in public, no. Okay, I think. Okay, agreed. I don't wear them out in public except for working out. Yeah, but even, like, to public workout classes, I feel embarrassed. Yeah, now it's, like, I got to step up my Lululemon game, but... (laughs) (laughs) And also, I see, like, guys and other girls wearing, like, their t-shirts, and it's, like, uh, pledge class, like, fall 2019, and mine's, like, 2013, like mixer (laughs) they're probably like oh my god she's so old that's true I remember too when I first graduated seeing like guys that were older wearing like frat t-shirts and some of them said like 2011 on them or something yeah 
And I was like, this man is an old person. (laughs) (laughs) But again, it would be weird if you were like out at brunch and you saw him wearing that. But like if you were at the gym, you'd be like, okay. Yeah. For guys, I feel like they're going to wear t-shirts either way. So it's fine. But once you're like at least a year out of college, you need to be wearing like some workout tanks and and leggings not like to be honest yeah i've gotten all in on like trendy t-shirts so now i just have so many like stupid random ones like even if they're like barstool t-shirts or whatever like i just bought like um i just bought one of the outer banks t-shirts and it says let's go full kook on it oh my god i hate you hate myself but it's so cute but I feel like I end up buying like t-shirts like that that have overtaken my collection and I only really have like two or three frat shirts that are even like in my rotation to even sleep in or work out in yeah I still have like a good bit because I have like attachment issues and I can't throw them away but oh mine aren't thrown away they're just in a suitcase (laughs) oh yeah I do remember that um But yeah, I have, like, my select favorites that, like, I just love the color and they're so broken in. So, like, I'll wear them if I'm, like, around the house or to sleep in or if I'm, like, running to Harris Teeter. But those extra large comfort color shirts just hit different. I I was going to say, they just hit different. But, hey, good news. Um, We're going to come out with some t-shirts soon and you can replace those sorority and fraternity t-shirts with some Millennials and Mimosas merch. We got you. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking about, baby. (laughs) Because, you know, our favorite thing to do is just tease the merch. Oh, yeah, for days. But this time we're serious. Yeah, well, no one will take <laughs> us seriously, but I promise. Oh, my God. Well, that about wraps it up for our rapid fire. Thank you, everyone, for throwing your suggestions out here. We're going to have to do this more often because, like, honestly, everyone hit it hard with all of the... Yeah, I was surprised. We got, like, a lot of responses, like, really quickly so I guess everyone's just like on their phone, just ready to hit us with the answers. People were just dialed in yesterday. I love it. But as you know, you can always send us a DM at Mills and Mimosas on Instagram and Twitter, or you can call our voicemail 704-659-6974 and leave us any topics that you want us to talk about or just things that have you really fired up that you just need some opinions on because we yeah. got you. Also, update, we have an email address now. So if you're just like feeling like you want it to be like super anonymous or something, you you can... If you want to email us a dick pic that's happened before. (laughs) Our email... (laughs) Please don't email us a dick pic. Our email is millsandmimosas at gmail.com. So hit us up there too. And, you know, we're always here to just answer your, your life's questions. Um... Okay, so I wanted to get into this topic. It's so random, but we talked about Firefest forever ago. When mm-hmm. the documentaries hit, we kind of did a whole recap of the Netflix versus the Hulu docs, the whole thing. Right. Well, I was scrolling through, you know, whatever, the news shit the other day. The news shit. That's what <laughs> it's called these days. Essentially. And I saw this story about Firefest merch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hell fucking yeah, where can I get Firefest merch, you know? That's my first thought when I'm looking at this. Because I'm like, that's some, like, dope shit. Like, imagine, like, an oversized Firefest t-shirt with, like, some biker shorts and, like, cool sneakers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, hair and a pony. It's a, it's a whole brunch vibe, right? Right. So I look... The U.S. government 
is now auctioning off all of the Firefest merch because I guess it was like seized at the time, <laughs> like of all of the arrests and stuff related to the whole event, mm-hmm. which is so sad. All that merch just like sitting there for like four years now. Oh and now the US government, I guess, doesn't need the merchandise anymore as like proof of the bullshit that that happened. So they're auctioning it off on this like random sketchy like government mandated website well all of the shit is going for absurd prices there's like sweatpants going for three hundred dollars t-shirts going for four hundred dollars hats going for 80 90 bucks that were like you know all this stuff was like 30 dollar t-shirts originally and like 20 dollar yeah. hats well, the U.S. government is about to make bank on the Firefest merch, and I am okay, not wait. happy about it. I'm. I just googled this because I'm really interested. This Rolling Stone article says that, um, blah blah blah. This Fire Festival branded clothing and other items that were seized from Billy McFarland were originally intended to be sold at the Fire Festival itself, but were kept by McFarland with the intent to sell the items and use the funds to commit further criminal acts while he was on <laughs> pretrial release. Love it. Gotta love Billy McFarland. The proceeds, I know, typical Billy, God. Typical Billy. (laughs) The proceeds from the sale of these items, all traceable to McFarland's $26 million fraud, will go toward the victims of his crimes. So they're using the money for good. Okay, but it's turning all of the merch into some hype beast shit. Well, I just Googled it too, and before I came across this article, they're selling like the same shit on Etsy for $28. You can get a hat. Yeah, but... But it's not the authentic Firefest merch. Okay, who gives a shit? Do I look Him. like someone who cares about the real thing? <laughs> Obviously well, not. Knowing from your most recent uh, purchases, I know for a fact <laughs> you don't care if something. Hey, is we're we're that. not we're not dishing my dirty secrets on the podcast. But you know what? I do, and I want the real deal Firefest merch straight off of Billy McFarlane's nice ass penthouse in new york city or wherever the fuck he lives all right we're gonna start a gofundme to get madison some 300 dollars sweatpants so she can get a feast i'm trying to find the link to the auction um i have it i had it on my email from the other day i'm gonna pull it up to see (laughs) if i can uh check to see how much stuff has gone up because the day i looked at it was the very first day that the merch was released. Oh, here we go. TXauction.com. I knew it was some sketchy ass website. Wristbands are going for $50. Wristbands. $50. A token, literally like a token, I don't even know what this is used for, is $157. That that token was only like $10 the other day when I was on there. A baseball hat is $405. See, so I told y'all the baseball hats were 80. Now they're up to 400. This is absurd. Yeah. What about you, t-shirts? You can get a replica on Etsy. Uh, this one t-shirt is 110, 85, 201. They're all the same t-shirt, but I don't know why they're different prices. I think because they're just like selling them all as separate individual units. Crew neck sweatshirts, $350. Sweatpants, 145, 155. This is ridiculous. And like, okay, yeah, the victims of the fire festival, but like, do we really feel bad for the people 
that are the victims of the fire festival. Yeah, because it was like the people on that island who got screwed over. Okay, those, those people. Victims. Well, I thought they were talking about the people that like got tickets to Firefest and they no. just got like fucked over. No. Oh, okay. The people well, who like fun. never got paid. Yeah, didn't you watch documentaries? Come on, the real victims were like the people who worked <laughs> on the island who got like screwed over. Okay, that was I watched a documentary like over a year ago, but I haven't been in on Firefest shit in a while. Except for the merch. <laughs> Honestly, shouts to this auction company, Gaston and Sheehan, because they're probably making bank too. Yeah, shouts to everyone involved in the, the auctioning of the Firefest merch. I just I saw this story and I was like this is the most absurd thing I've ever seen, and I'm here for it. This is just the most 2020 shit I've ever seen. Billy strikes again, you know? He's always up to something. Good old Billy. I'm going to buy this $28 hat off Etsy, so everyone thinks that I flexed and bought, like, a $300 hat off this Okay, auction. well, everyone that listens to the podcast is going to know that you're a fraud. Just like Billy McFarland. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even compare me to him. I'm offended. <laughs> so rude oh my god this is funny yeah there's a lot of articles about it that's your millennial news for the day yeah should we start a segment millennial news of the day (laughs) the week because this this was so relatable to our podcast i was like oh tbt to when we actually talked about firefest god it just makes me want to when i i went to a a little like speaking session where the guy who was hired by Billy to, like, run their social media, he spoke. Wasn't he, was, he like, the guy? Was, he what? worked for, um, he was the guy that worked for Fuck Jerry, right? Yes, yeah. He, so um, nice. spoke at this, like, little brewery in Charlotte, and I went to go see him. Tickets were, like, $20. And it was so interesting. So wild. I remember he when said that, that like, I probably talked about this on the episode, but just to recap, he said that, like, they had some like mattress sponsor so there were like mattresses delivered to the office or something and they were working so late that they like ripped open the plastic and like slept on the mattresses like in the office because they were so tired and they slept for like two hours and then they got up and like did more work and they said something about how um they got like the son of the owner of like the media company or somebody who was like in a fraternity they like Oh, wait, no. The guy was saying who did the social media, he said that um, Billy or somebody who had, like, a son in a fraternity, they, like, forced the social media guy to make, like, a Snapchat filter for his, like, fraternity party because he was, like, working for them, but it had nothing to do with Firefest. But he was like, um, yeah, I'm going to need you to, like, make this thing for my son's fraternity. And he was no like, way. this is fucking bullshit. This is, like, modern-day slavery. <laughs> literally ridiculous what the fuck yeah it was really fucked up but he was funny damn Good storyteller gotta love Firefest. this it just makes me want to like go see live music even though that never happened there i'm just like craving some sort of trip honestly a trip at this to point, a music festival i would go to Firefest just to travel and i mean you didn't even get to listen to music but i would endure that cheese sandwich just to just to go travel. That's how I bad that. I want to travel right now. I would I get it. Desperate times, man. First world <laughs> problems right here. Literally. Um, 
All right. Do we want to dive into anything else? What else? What else we have on the rundown today? I still don't have my phone, so I mean, you just gotta tell me what's up. All right. Cool. Um, I found it. Oh wow! Exciting stuff. Do did you listen to the Taylor Swift album yet? Um, I I don't even want to get into that because like. I, everyone, like, I know how much the Millies love our music takes. <laughs> Honestly, I think the whole album sucks. I know everyone's going to like hate me for saying this, but I just think it's overrated. It's not really my style. I miss old Taylor like with her upbeat stuff. Like I don't like sad Taylor. Like I'm already sad enough. The world is sad. Like the news is sad. Like I don't want to fucking listen to this album and cry any more than I already do during the day. So not interested. There's a couple good songs. I guess if like, you're into like the catchy bullshit but there's some good songs but yeah i agree i was looking for a banger there was not a banger on the album yeah it's, no bangers. someone someone i know said it sounded like a fall album like a wintry yeah vibe. i could see that like and i agree yeah it's just i'm i'm looking for like a summer hit like give me remember when we did like uh yeah rundown of our summer hits and it was like what was that Justin Bieber song that was so popular? No brainer. No brainer. Yes. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to fucking hit like no brainer. Well, maybe we should hit up DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. Honestly, Watermelon Sugar or whatever, the Harry Styles song, kind of goes hard. I fuck with that song. Um, you know who has a really good album that just came out that who? does have a couple bangers? I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but I just Googled the pronunciation so I can correct myself, but Quinn X-C-I-I, which is actually Quinn 92. Did you know that? No. I just Googled I've, it. I've called him Quinn X-C-I-I the entire time. I mean, I figured they were <laughs> Roman numerals that stood for a number, but I never... But I, I just didn't get that far in school to know that much about Roman numerals. <laughs> I didn't pay attention. I've called him Quinn XCII for like five years. <laughs> his real name is Michael Trem- Tembrowski. All I can say is In all of his songs, wondering. all of his songs slap. I don't think they he's do. Ever had a song okay, Stacy on his new album. Oh, I uh, love that song. It was called like a, it's called like a letter to my younger self. I think the album's called. Mm-hmm. It's so good. So if you haven't listened, yeah. you should. It's it's like a month old, maybe over yeah. a month old. So nothing it's new, like- but. It's good beach tunes, honestly. Yeah. Like sipping on a seltzer, jamming that out on the beach. <laughs> Can you tell I want to go on vacation? You know, pre-gaming before you hit the club and drop it low. Like that, those kind of vibes. <laughs> While you're mid-finishing uh, an entire bottle of wine, you want to hear Stacy by Quinn 92. Yeah, exactly. Quinn 92, um, God, I'm never going to be able to say that. <laughs> Can we I'm go back call- to the beach, honestly? Because I'm, I'm ready for another trip. A socially distant, acceptable trip. Sure. I love how everyone just says socially distant now, and it's just total bullshit. But again, we're, we're not talking about COVID, so. <laughs> <laughs> it is total bullshit. Like, like, when people say socially distant party, and then you're like, that's not socially distant. Like, just say you're hanging out with people or just, like, stop trying to, like, justify your actions no one cares anymore that's not true because people still care but i get your frustration 
but seriously can we go back to the beach i am i am going to the beach actually in no, in one thanks month. for the invite um it's not with friends it's with ross's family oh yeah. another family family trip the big Those family. are always always fun and exciting yeah so he actually just got to come on a family trip to meet my entire family i kind of discussed this last week um when we got back but uh yeah, we went to my grandma's 80th birthday, and he got to <laughs> he got to meet my cousins and my aunt and uncle. He had already met my brother and my mom and everyone else, but and my grandparents and stuff. But yeah, so that was his first huge, you know, Madison's family get together, and now. Um, I'm going to get to experience the same in, in just a quick month from now. Have you ever been to the beach with his family? Have you guys ever been on a trip or have you just been to his house? With his family, you mean? Yeah. Um, just, well, you made it like, have you guys ever been on a trip like the two of you? Oh, no. With well, his family, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, just to his, his parents' mountain house. But that I feel like doesn't really count as like a a trip trip. Because right. it's still just a house that they own. So you have like an appropriate bathing suit to wear, I'm, I'm assuming. Because <laughs> that's, that's always a concern. Can I just say, this is like the hardest thing in 2020. What? Sorry, you cut out for a second. Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh. Um, I just asked no. if you had a, an appropriate bathing suit. Yeah, I feel like that's just always a thing with parents being around and I don't own any thawing bathing suits for the record I have many of friends that do and I am not into that look <laughs> for myself um because I just choose not to share that much of myself with this world but <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that I feel like all the bathing suits I own are pretty I mean I wear mostly bikinis because mm -hmm. I'm trying to tan that stomach, um, tan and tone, baby. And <laughs> okay. But honestly, I don't know. You've seen the bathing suits that I've worn in recent months. Do you feel like any of them are too risque? No, I definitely feel like the airy one that you have. That's like the tube top. Yeah. People call it a tube top anymore. Whatever, like a bandeau. So nineties. <laughs> God, I'm really aging myself in this podcast. Um, yeah, the bandeau one that's, like, kind of longer, and then just mm -hmm. wear, like, normal bottoms. I feel like yeah. you're definitely not one that I would worry about, about having, like, a risque bathing suit. I know. When Again, we some of on... our friends, like, I wouldn't let them around my significant other's parents, but. Yeah, I mean, we were on, when we were on the Two Dudes, One Dad podcast, we talked in depth about thirst traps last week, and don't get me wrong, I have my fair share of uh, thirst trap Instagram posts, but I don't think any of them are, like, risque. And yeah. all of the bathing suits that I have, I feel like, are pretty respectable, so. Yeah. Well, good luck. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure that they'll love whatever bathing suit you decide to wear. <laughs> but, you know, you always gotta, gotta be sure. I bought a one-piece when I went on a vacation with 
I do. I do have one pieces. I have. I have some trendy one pieces. Yeah, um, I got like a super cute one from Amazon, and honestly, got like ton of compliments on it. They were like, "Oh my god, so cute!" I was like, "Yeah, I know." Came out here with that Amazon fashion. I love it. <laughs> yeah, my fashion style is it's so unique. It is. You're one of a kind. <laughs> no, you ha- you have cute clothes. You're just ruffle girl. Never not wearing ruffles. Oh yeah. I'm going out of town this weekend. We're actually going to West Virginia. Nick's playing in a golf tournament with his uncle and aunt. Well, oh, not yeah. the aunt. Golf but season. His uncle. And yeah, we're going to West Virginia, like middle of nowhere, basically. Um, I don't know if it's middle of nowhere, but I have no idea where it is, actually. I feel we're like going- everywhere in West Virginia is the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, they have like the least amount of um, the C word who we, we do not speak of uh, cases. So uh, that, that will be good. And oh, obviously yeah. golf, golf is a, a socially distant sport. And are you planning to just, no, I'm going as like spouse of golf player. So I get to like go to the pool and drink and like, I'm actually really excited. So hell yeah, that'll be, It'll good. be fun. And his I'm- aunt and uncle are cool. So we're going to go his aunt and I are getting our nails done Saturday and then we're going to go paddleboard and we're bringing the puppy. So we're going to bring her life jacket and she's going to come paddleboarding with oh us. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Teach her how to swim. I love it. She hates the water, which is like so abnormal for her breed, but we'll see how it goes. She'll, she'll get used to it. We're going to bring Trigger down to the beach and he's never seen the ocean. So that's <gasps> going to be quite the scene. I'm very uh, excited. Wait, he hasn't? No, he's never been to the beach and he's four. Oh so Wow. Yeah, well, he loves the water, right? Yeah, he does. I mean, he is, like, afraid of baths, weirdly, but water he loves. So I feel like like all dogs hate baths just because they're, like, I want to get in the water if I want to. Like, just don't put it on me. Right. So I don't know if he's going to be afraid of the waves or anything. Um, I feel like it'll be entertaining to watch his reaction to the waves, like, crashing onto the beach. Yeah. Aww. We'll send lots of pics and videos. Oh, y'all already know that. That Insta story is going to be blown up. Uh, As dog moms, we'll just, we'll send videos back and forth of of dogs all weekend to each other. It's a shock. Are you going this weekend, you said? Oh, no, that trip isn't for a while. So actually, update on my my weekend plans this weekend. I'm just, I'm a busy girl these days. And Mm -hmm. I am headed to the mountain slash a lake it's like a lake on the mountain a mountain oh, yeah. on the lake i'm um, pretty sure it's called like mountain island lake right or no, no lake lore oh right right um but anyways we will be having a little girls weekend hitting up some wineries but while we are there one of um kim and i's good friends actually is in the process of starting an online boutique what? And she is going to be taking some photos of us in her newest merchandise for her website. Wait, who catch is doing me, this? Pam. Oh, aw, good for her. So catch me being a model this weekend, and y'all already know my Instagram's about to be blown up with some model pics. Honestly, no offense, but I'm glad I'm not going because I think I would just like – I. I hate when we go on trips and the whole thing is a photo shoot. I know that like everyone else besides me loves that, but like I would much rather just drink and have fun and not take photos of myself. 
Yeah, with this with this group <laughs> of girls, it's going to be one of those. Uh, but I am sad trips. because I haven't seen you guys in two weeks, which is way longer than I've ever gone. So, well, everyone, not to worry. Kim and I will be back together again next week. No more remote episodes. Exciting news coming next week. Low Very key, exciting. hint, hint. Wink, wink. Nudge, We're not nudge. even going to like say anything to tease it because we'll just jinx it because everything we tease ends up not happening. So, yeah, but just, all we're just say know about. that there's some really good shit in the pipeline coming down for you guys. <laughs> and I feel pipeline. like we should like low key plug ourselves because honestly, we need some, we need some more listens, everyone. Like, let's get everyone to share the podcast with a friend. Yeah, we'll do a, a contest for a prize, which we do not have. But actually, do we have any prizes that we can give away? I low-key low have a prize for a, a female listener that happens to be the same clothing size as me. So <laughs> if you happen to be a female listener that wears around a size medium in most clothing, maybe you should compete in this contest. <laughs> um, well, if you wear a small and Lululemon shorts, I might have a prize for you too. <laughs> <laughs> um but no, for real. So everyone, this is just your duty. It's not even a prize. Just this is your duty as a listener. As a Millie. Go out. Yes, as a Millie. Go out and share the podcast with one new person. Better yet, share it on your story and write a one-sentence essay about how much you enjoy listening and why your friend should listen to. That is your homework assignment for the weekend. Because, I mean, like, who wouldn't want to listen to this? This is great banter. It is. I mean, I think it is. So if you don't, then don't share it. But you should but share it. If you're should... listening, you probably enjoy it. If you've gotten this far into this episode. If you've gotten you this far around, into our podcast lifespan. Right. But yeah, so hit us up, follow us, and we'll be back again next week. Kim, are you yawning right now? Yeah, it's like 10 o'clock. I didn't sleep last night. All right, all right. I didn't go to bed till like 2 a.m. It's it's bedtime for KB, everyone, so we got to call it quits. But we'll see y'all in person. I mean, we'll see each other in person, but we will catch up with you next week. All right, Another everyone. episode of Millennials and Mimosas. Adios, everyone. You can call me Stacy. You can call me love. You can call me baby, and all of the above You can call me late night, and I'll be at your door You can call me anything, or anything you want Just don't call me yours It's 3.05 on a Friday, bell rings Her parents left last night for Palm Springs, she's got